Chapters 21 through 24 of the Gospel according to Luke from the New Testament, translated by Abner Neeland. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 21 And looking, he saw the rich casting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw a certain poor widow also casting in thither two mites. And he said, I tell you truly that this poor widow hath cast in more than all, for all these from their abundance have cast in unto the offerings of God, but she from her penury hath cast in all the substance which she had. And as some spake of the temple, that it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts, he said, As for these things which ye behold, the days will come in which there will not be left one stone upon another which will not be thrown down. And they asked him, saying, Teacher, when will these things be? And what will be the sign when these things are about to be accomplished? And he said, Take heed that ye be not deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and the time approacheth. Go not therefore after them, and when ye shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified, for these things must first come to pass, but the end is not immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes in many places, and famines, and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. But previous to all these things, men will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers on account of my name. And this will befall you for a testimony. Settle it therefore in your hearts not to meditate before what defense ye shall make. For I will give you utterance and wisdom, which all your adversaries will not be able to gainsay or resist, and ye will be delivered up both by parents and brethren and kindred and friends, and some of you they will cause to be put to death, and ye will be hated by all men because of my name, and yet a hair of your head shall not perish. By perseverance will ye preserve your lives." And when ye shall see Jerusalem surrounded with armies, then know that its desolation approacheth. Then let those that are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let those that are within the city depart out, and let not those that are in the country places enter therein. For these are the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But alas for them that are with child, and for them that give suck in those days, for there will be great distress in the land, and anger upon this people, and they will fall by the edge of the sword, and will be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem will be trodden down by the Gentiles, until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And there will be signs in the sun, and moon, and stars, and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven will be shaken and then they will see the son of man coming on a cloud with great power and glory and when these things begin to be accomplished look up and raise your heads for your redemption approacheth 
and he spake to them a parable behold the fig tree and all the trees when they now shoot forth ye see them and know of yourselves that now the summer is near so likewise when ye see these things accomplishing know ye that the reign of god is near verily i tell you this generation will not pass away till all be accomplished heaven and earth will pass away but my words cannot pass away but take heed to yourselves lest at any time your hearts be oppressed by excess and drunkenness and the anxious cares of this life and that day come upon you unawares for as a snare it will come upon all those who dwell on the face of the whole land watch ye therefore and pray continually that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things which will soon come to pass and to stand before the son of man and in the daytime he was teaching in the temple and at night he went out of the city and abode in the mount which is called the mount of olives and early in the morning all the people came to him in the temple to hear him chapter twenty two now the feast of unleavened bread which is called the passover drew near and the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might safely destroy him for they feared the people then an adversary entered into judas surnamed iscariot who was of the number of the twelve and he went and communed with the chief priests and the officers how he might deliver him up to them and they were glad and covenanted to give him money and he promised and sought for a convenient opportunity to deliver him up to them in the absence of the multitude then came the day of unleavened bread on which the passover was to be killed and he sent peter and john saying go and prepare for us the passover that we may eat it and they said to him where wilt thou that we prepare it and he said to them lo on your entering into the city a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water follow him into the house where he goeth in and ye shall say to the master of the house the teacher saith to thee where is the guest chamber in which i may eat the passover with my disciples and he will show you a large upper room furnished there make ready and they went and found as he had told them and they made ready the passover and when the hour was come he sat down and the twelve apostles with him and he said to them i have earnestly desired to eat this passover with you before i suffer for i tell you i shall not any more eat of it until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of god and taking a cup he gave thanks and said take this and divide it among yourselves for i tell you that i shall not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the reign of god be come and he took bread and having given thanks he brake and gave to them saying this is my body which is given for you do this in remembrance of me in like manner he took the cup also when he had supped saying this cup is the new covenant through my blood which is poured out for you yet behold the hand of him who delivereth me up is with me on the table and indeed the son of man is going as it hath been determined but alas for that man by whom he is delivered up then they began to inquire among themselves which of them was about to do this thing 
now there had been a contention also among them which of them should be accounted the greatest and he said to them the kings of the nations use dominion over them and they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors but ye must not do thus but he that is greatest among you let him be as the smaller and he that is chief as he that serveth for which is greater he that is at table or he that serveth is not he that is at table but i am among you as he that serveth now ye are they that have continued with me in my trials and i appoint unto you a kingdom as my father hath appointed unto me that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of israel and the lord said simon simon behold the adversary hath sought you that he may sift you like wheat but i have prayed for thee that thy faith may not quite fail and when thou hast recovered thyself strengthen thy brethren and peter said to him master i am ready to go with thee both into prison and to death and he said i tell thee peter the cock will not crow this day before thou hast thrice denied that thou knowest me and he said to them when i sent you without purse and bag and sandals wanted ye anything and they said nothing then he said to them but now he that hath a purse let him take it and in like manner his bag and he that hath no sword let him sell his mantle and buy one for i tell you that this portion of scripture and he was reckoned among the transgressors must yet be accomplished in me for the things concerning me will soon have an end and they said master behold here are two swords and he said to them it is enough and he came out and went as his custom was to the mount of olives and his disciples also followed him and coming to the place he said to them pray that ye enter not into temptation and he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw and kneeling down he prayed saying father oh that thou wouldst take away this cup from me nevertheless not my will but thine be done and there appeared to him an angel from heaven strengthening him and being in an agony he prayed more earnestly and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground and having arisen from prayer he came to his disciples and found them asleep from grief and he said to them why sleep ye rise and pray that ye enter not into temptation and while he was yet speaking behold a multitude and he that was called judas one of the twelve went before them and drew near to jesus to kiss him and jesus said to him judas deliverest thou up the son of man with a kiss and when those that were about jesus saw what would follow they said to him master shall we smite with the sword and one of them smote the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear but jesus speaking said let this suffice and touching his ear he healed him then jesus said to the chief priests and officers of the temple and the elders who came to him 
are ye come out as against a robber with swords and clubs when i was daily with you in the temple ye did not stretch forth your hands against me but this is your hour and the power of darkness then they took him and led him away and brought him into the high priest's house and peter followed at a distance and when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall and were sitting down together peter sat down among them and a certain maid-servant saw him as he sat by the fire and earnestly looking upon him said this man also was with him but he denied him saying woman i know him not and after a short time another seeing him said thou also art one of them and peter said man i am not and about the space of one hour after another strongly affirmed saying in truth this man also was with him for he is a galilean and peter said man i know nothing of what thou sayest and forthwith while he was yet speaking the cock crew and the lord turned and looked upon peter and peter called to remembrance the word of the lord that he had said to him before the cock crow thou wilt deny me thrice and he went out and wept bitterly and the men that held jesus derided him and smote him and having blindfolded him they smote him on the face and asked him saying prophesy who is he that struck thee <laughs> and many other things they blasphemously spake against him and as soon as it was day the elders of the people and the chief priests and the scribes assembled and brought him into their council saying if thou be the christ tell us and he said to them if i tell you ye will not believe and if i also ask you ye will not answer me nor release me hereafter the son of man will sit on the right hand of the power of god and they all said art thou then the son of god and he said to them ye say truly for i am then they said what further need have we of testimony for we ourselves have heard from his own mouth chapter twenty three and the whole multitude of them rising up they conducted him to pilate and they began to accuse him saying we found this man perverting the nation and forbidding to give tribute to caesar saying that he himself is christ a king and pilate asked him saying art thou the king of the jews and he answering him said thou sayest truly then pilate said to the chief priests and to the multitudes i find nothing faulty in this man but they were the more violent saying he stirreth up the people teaching throughout all judea having began from galilee to this place now when pilate heard of galilee he asked whether the man were a galilean and ascertaining that he belonged to herod's jurisdiction he sent him to herod who himself also was in jerusalem at the time and herod seeing jesus he was very glad for he had long desired to see him because he had heard many things of him and he hoped to see some miracle done by him then he questioned him in many words but he answered him nothing and the chief priests and the scribes stood and clamorously accused him and herod with his soldiers despised and derided him and having arrayed him in gorgeous apparel sent him again to pilate 
and on that day pilate and herod were made friends together for before they had been at enmity between themselves and pilate having called together the chief priests and the rulers and the people said to them ye have brought to me this man as one who perverteth the people and behold i have examined him before you and have found nothing faulty in this man concerning those things of which ye accuse him no nor herod for i sent you to him and behold nothing worthy of death hath been done by him i will therefore chastise him and release him for it was necessary that he should release one to them at the feast but the whole multitude cried out at once saying destroy this man and release to us barabbas who for a certain insurrection raised in the city and for murder had been cast into prison pilate therefore desiring to release jesus spake again to them but they cried aloud saying crucify him crucify him and he said to them a third time but what evil hath he done i have found no cause of death in him i will therefore chastise him and release him but they were urgent with loud voices requesting that he might be crucified and the voices of them and of the chief priests prevailed so pilate adjudged that their request should be granted and released him who for insurrection and murder had been cast into prison whom they had requested but surrendered jesus to their will and as they led him away they laid hold on one simon a cyrenian coming out of the country and on him they laid the cross that he might carry it after jesus and there followed him a great multitude of the people and of women who also lamented and bewailed him but jesus turning to them said daughters of jerusalem weep not for me but weep for yourselves and for your children for behold the days are coming in which it will be said happy are the barren and the wombs that never bear and the breasts which never gave suck then they will begin to say to the mountains fall on us and to the hills cover us for if these things be done to the green tree what will be done to the dry and two others also who were malefactors were led with him to be put to death and when they were come to the place which is called calvary there they crucified him and the malefactors one on his right hand and the other on his left then said jesus father forgive them for they know not what they do and they parted among them his garments and cast lots and the people stood beholding and the rulers also together with them scoffed at him saying ha, he saved others let him save himself if he be the christ the chosen of god and the soldiers also derided him coming to him and offering him vinegar and saying if thou be the king of the jews save thyself and there was also an inscription over him written in greek and latin and hebrew this is the king of the jews then one of the malefactors that were crucified reviled him saying if thou be the christ <coughs> save thyself and us but the other answering rebuked him saying dost thou not fear god since thou art in the same 
condemnation, and we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Verily I tell thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. And it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour, and the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. And Jesus, crying out with a loud voice, said, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. And having said thus, he expired. Now the centurion, observing what had happened, glorified God, saying, Certainly, this was a righteous man. And all the multitudes who came together to that sight, seeing the things which were done, smote their breasts and returned. And all his acquaintance and the women that had followed him from Galilee stood at a distance, beholding these things. And lo, there was a man named Joseph, a senator, a good and righteous man. This man had not consented to their counsel indeed. He was of Arimathea, a city of the Jews, and himself also looked for the reign of God. This man went to Pilate and asked the body of Jesus. And he took it down and wrapped it in linen and laid it in a tomb hewn in stone in which no one had ever yet been laid. And that day was the preparation day, and the Sabbath approached. And the women also who had come with him from Galilee followed after, and beheld the tomb, and how his body was laid. And they returned and prepared spices and ointments, and rested on the Sabbath, according to the commandment. Chapter 24 but on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and some other women with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb, and having entered, they found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass that as they were much perplexed at this circumstance, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid, and bowed down their faces to the earth, the men said to them, Why seek ye him that is living among those that are dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake to you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered up into the hands of sinners, and be crucified, and the third day arise from the dead. And they remembered his words, and returned from the tomb, and reported all these things to the eleven, and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, and Joanna, and Mary the mother of James, and the other women that were with them, who told these things to the apostles. And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. But Peter arose, and ran to the tomb, and when he had stooped down, he beheld only the linen bands lying by themselves, and went home wondering at what had happened. And, behold, two of them went on that day to a village called Emmaus, which is distant from Jerusalem about sixty furlongs. 
and they conversed together about all these events and it came to pass that as they were conversing and reasoning even jesus himself approached and went along with them but their eyes were so affected that they did not know him and he said to them what subjects are these concerning which ye confer together as ye walk and why are ye dejected and one of them whose name was cleopas answering said to him art thou alone such a stranger in jerusalem as to be unacquainted with the things which have happened there so lately and he said to them what things and they said to him those concerning jesus of nazareth who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before god and all the people and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and have crucified him but we trusted that it was he who was about to redeem israel and besides all this to-day is the third day since these things were done moreover some women also of our company who were early at the tomb have astonished us for not finding his body they returned seeing that they had even seen a vision of angels who said that he is alive and some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it thus even exactly as the women had said but him they saw not then he said to them o oh, inconsiderate and slow of heart to believe all which the prophets have spoken ought not the christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory then beginning from moses and through all the prophets he explained to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself and they drew near to the village whither they were going and he appeared as though he was going further but they prevented him saying abide with us for it is torrid evening and the day is far spent and he went in to abide with them and it came to pass that as he was at meat with them taking the loaf he blessed god and breaking it he gave to them and their eyes were opened and they knew him and he disappeared from them then they said one to another did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the way and while he explained to us the scriptures immediately they arose and returned to jerusalem and found the eleven and those with them assembled saying the lord is risen indeed and hath appeared to simon and they told what had happened on the road and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the loaf and while they were thus speaking he stood in the midst of them and said to them peace be unto you but they were terrified and affrighted and supposed that they beheld a spirit and he said to them why are ye troubled and why do doubts arise in your hearts see my hands and my feet that it is i myself handle me and be convinced for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as ye perceive that i have and saying this he showed them his hands and his feet and while yet they believed not through joy and amazement he said to them have ye here any food and they gave him a piece of broiled fish and of a honeycomb and taking them he ate in their presence and he said to them these are the words which i spake to you while i was yet with you that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of moses and in the prophets and in the psalms concerning me then he opened their minds that they might understand the scriptures and said to them thus it is written 
and thus ought the christ to suffer and to rise again from the dead the third day and that reformation and the remission of sins ought to be preached in his name among all the nations having begun from jerusalem and ye are witnesses of these things and behold i will send upon you that which my father promised but stay ye in the city of jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high and he led them out to bethany and lifted up his hands and blessed them and it came to pass that while he blessed them he was parted from them and carried up into heaven and these doing him obeisance returned to jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing god the end of the gospel according to luke from the new testament translated by abner neeland recording by mark penfold